0: Hello and welcome to another week of Ben and Benji Do The News, the podcast which draws attention to the stories which, well, quite frankly, shouldn't be on the front page. We had a week off last week, quite frankly, too much huge news. Uh, for us to operate, is that right, Ben? I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, in the spot that we would have recorded this, um, Matt Hancock decided to resign, and I'm not saying the two things are connected, but I'll leave but, you to join the dots.
0: But he does edit so that, this podcast, so yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm very, very stressed right now. <laughs> I can't do it, boys.
0: That's a very <laughs> so, <yeah>. good impression. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, impression? Matt, I've told you, you can't
0: spook on it. Oh, um,
1: but yeah, that was my Saturday night because I was working. So um,
0: and yeah, I'm and you've been busy. That's... I've seen
1: you on um, on social media and stuff with Love Island. It's been keeping you busy, hasn't it?
0: Oh, absolutely. All the toe-sucking and Love Island. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So um, we will crack on with the stories, but I just wanted to draw your attention to this tweet that I saw this week, um, which fits into the nature of our Bizarre Tabloid-esque podcast. Harry Howard tweeted... um, uh, a couple of days ago to say I'm delighted to say that after 6 months of doing the role unofficially today was my first official day as Mail Online's history correspondent got an interesting story to tell or pictures to reveal email me and you know I feel like anything in the past is quite a big patch yeah it's funny
1: isn't it because you work in news as in new but you're not <laughs> interested in that it's like Old.
0: Well, anything that happens in the past is history. So yeah. that was my kind of taking from it, that he's going to be spending a lot of... He's going to have to write about a lot. What was his name, Harry? Harry Howard.
1: Harry Howard. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It's like, why well, is that Harry Howard? Yeah, I've got a tip for you. Uh, about 70-odd years ago, there was this huge war. Uh, oh, great. This sounds sounds brilliant. Okay. <laughs> we'll send uh, someone,
0: someone down. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: get the DeLorean out we're going back in time that is amazing a history correspondent I'm gonna to have to have a little uh, little look at that it's, I mean I've never heard about never... it on the paper review. you no I mean usually if you get old stories it's from sort of like somebody's written a book about world war ii and then they've done a write-off of it but to actually yeah be a correspondent
0: Quite interesting incredible stuff. Um, moving on, I wanted to thank Hope Ellen for her review. Um, they do help us, they do help us get more listeners, uh, even the bad ones, would you believe it? Uh, but this was a nice one. She said, Cat Story was lull. She listened to this on her three hour drive from Norfolk. What a long drive, and she's laughing out loud. The story about the dead cat was my fave. Keep it up. You twisted and sick human Hope. Uh, thanks for listening so on with the stories uh do you mind if i kick off no go for it so um, last week Pretty patel uh announced offshore immigration processing plans uh but according to this Sun story she's not done at humans right uh get ready for the gag of the century government officials right. are planning to get rid of ocean life that's a drain on so Deity, get it? Um, (laughs) This from (laughs) the sun. Quite the stretch. (laughs) (laughs) This this from the sun. Wally, stop being silly, as in the Isle of. Okay. Wally the walrus is facing deportation after angering fishermen by capsizing and wrecking boats. Do you remember this (laughs) walrus? This is the walrus. Is this the one that was
1: in um... Cornwall? Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's Wally the Walrus. Yeah. So it had be, yeah, okay. been spotted a couple of months ago, uh, sort of off the coast of Britain. Yeah. Um. So so, so basically the opening part reads, Wally the Walrus is facing... Uh, sorry, the £2,000 beast could be moved from his temporary home on the eyes of Scilly, but officials fear he may simply swim back after he is released. No shit! <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> And also, could you imagine Wally taking bribes from other walruses to get him to get him across to Britain? <laughs> on
1: his back, yeah. yeah.
0: The great Hop the on. great walrus smuggling
1: scandal. Also fantastic second mention there for Wally. The two thousand pound beast.
0: <laughs> um um, so basically, he's caused trouble by taking marathon kips on boats, either breaking them or leaving them out of action while he snoozes for more than forty-eight hours. I can think of a lot of other Britons I'd like to be sea deported for doing that. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Jim Davidson. <laughs> 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 yeah. Come on, Wally. At least you got some free wine <laughs> and some jokes. Um, but really, the, the kind of the gem of this story was Joy Hughes, um, who's a local resident on the Isles of Scilly. And um, do you remember um, how, how the, the zookeeper said to the woman that was feeding the monkeys Cheetos the other week? He said, like... You're lucky they didn't take you down because they could and they would. Is there one of those coming about walruses and how dangerous they are? Joy says he's lovely, but sorry, Wally, you're becoming a menace and dangerous too. This will not end well if he stays much longer. Oh, someone's (laughs) threat. Is is that a threat to Wally? I don't
1: want to go there, but I will. I don't want to punch a walrus, (laughs) but it wouldn't be the first time.
0: So, of course, the um, comment from the Department of Environmental Food and Rural Affairs is buried right at the bottom of the piece. naturally. (laughs) yeah, Would you guess that it probably doesn't help sound up the story? Yeah, I would think so,
1: yeah. I feel like it was probably put in there quite begrudgingly.
0: (laughs) So, Defra says, moving marine mammals has the potential to cause a large amount of stress to the animal. Ah, oh, that's not really what we want you to say, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and it is not guaranteed that they won't swim back to the original location. No shit. We would therefore <laughs> want to ensure that any action taken to move Wally minimizes stress, which could never negatively impact his welfare. Oh. No, no. Nah. Yeah.
1: Okay, put it put it down the bottom. Put it down the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> they do say moving is one of the most stressful things you'll ever do, so I suppose that just applies to walruses as well. Wall, must have had a, You like.
0: must have had a crap solicitor. <laughs> 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 Over to you, mate.
1: Yeah, this is just Just that somebody thought this was a good idea is is impressive. It's from The Guardian and they've got it from the, I think like the British Dental.
0: The Guardian, the home of vanilla plastic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is another sciencey one. Is it? So medical professionals from the University of Otago in New Zealand and scientists from Leeds, right, have developed a weight loss tool, which critics have likened to a medieval torture device. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, I've seen this,
1: actually. We've seen it. We've seen it.
0: Wonderful. Dental Slim
1: Diet Control uses locking bolts. Just rolls and... off the tongue,
0: doesn't it? Yeah. Or, or not?
1: <laughs> it uses locking bolts and magnets to stop the mouth opening more than two millimeters, and can be fitted by dentists, meaning people can't open their mouths wide enough and can only consume a liquid <laughs> diet. The university tweeted that it was a world-first weight loss device to help fight the global obesity epidemic. I mean, <clears throat> Benji, where to where to start with this? You know, like you feel like if you had to just explain why it's not a good idea. I mean, scientists using magnets and locking bolts, they sound like the type of scientist that would be trying to create a monster while lightning cracks outside. <laughs> it's alive. It's
0: alive. It's a little bit chubby. Let's get that bolt through its mouth instead. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Frankenstein would have been a lot more slender. (laughs) Exactly.
1: With these guys. I mean, on on paper, of course, right, the idea works. But try taking it onto Dragon's Den and see how far you get. Right, we're we're Dental Slim, and we're looking for a £30,000 investment to bolt people's mouths shut. I'm out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, hang on, I'm out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) An an initial trial found that over two weeks, people lost around 5.1% of their body weight. I'm not surprised. (laughs) I know, yeah, of course, like, you don't need to trial it. If you starve people, they will lose weight. (laughs) But participants complained that the, the device was hard to use, causing discomfort with their speech. They said they felt tense and that life in general... Was less satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> what I liked about the study, though, is there was a rebel in the ranks. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> Some, Where, someone's
0: eating custard.
1: <laughs> There's a par in this story that says one participant did not follow the rules and instead consumed foods they were not supposed to, such as chocolate by melting them. <laughs> Imagine taking part in a weight loss study (laughs) where you've had your mouth clamped shut and (laughs) you are melting chocolate.
0: I think that this came about from a podgy couple where the wife said, Oi, you have a biscuit, another biscuit, and I bloody clamp your mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the Eureka moment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's just... That's wonderful. You can't argue that it works, but just maybe have another think about that one. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, on to our Nobbly Monsters. So just to take a look back at last week, we asked you, or the week before last, we asked you for your football. Nobbly Monsters, Jake Johnston pulled it out the bag once again. Pentagon-panelled orb, classic nice. black and white pla- patterned plaything. thing. Um, mm. But, and, and I mean, Joe Casper, leather-bound sphere, but my favourite one nice. of uh, Jake's, um, which sounds like something you might find in in a fetish club is crowd-pleasing booting bubble. Oh, that's so creative as well. I like that one. Yeah, so keep them going. Yeah, excellent. What's the, are we going to throw one out for this week? Absolutely. So, you got something in mind? I've got something in mind. I would like people to come up with a second mention for Love Island. Oh, Uh
1: ah, is this just to help you with work? <laughs> is this a cynical way to get people to do Hang your job for you?
0: No comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have one for me to guess?
1: <clears throat> I do, yeah. So this is um, an animal and it is indestructible, butusked interlopers. Oh my <laughs> God. I felt bad picking it, because I thought, if Benji picked this one, I would never get it.
0: Interlopers. I don't even know what interloper is. Is this a tabloid one, or is this one from the Times? Um,
1: I'm actually not sure where it's from. It's from it the it Register.
0: Ah, oh, my favourite newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, can you read it once more?
1: Yeah, it is. Indestructible, betusked... Interlopers.
0: I only know the word indestructible. I'm going to go for an elephant.
1: It's a good guess, but it is actually, and I mean, strap in for this headline: radioactive hybrid terror pigs have made themselves a home in Fukushima's exclusion zone. It, it's like wild boars, <laughs> basically, but radioactive wild that could boars. Could
0: have been your story. That could I know. Really great. Yeah, but it's great. It was like the elephants reminds... rampaging across China that we talked yeah,
1: about. Yeah, yeah. The tusked, the betusked animals are rebelling. But you know what? I've just I've just reading that headline. It's just reminds me, I'm sure in the, uh, the Mutant Turtles, wasn't there two characters called Bebop and Rocksteady? And one of them was like a mutant pig.
0: I can't help you.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, sure. But, oh, yeah, wow. I'm sure. But yeah, I'm sure Bebop and or Rocksteady were mutant um wild a wild boar. So okay. there you go. One for the uh one for Harry Howard, the history correspondent <laughs> over at the Mail Online.
0: Um this uh this is quite uh straightforward. Uh and the second mention is comedic sextet.
1: Okay. Um would that be like monty python or nope. something like that no
0: close to 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 to, a, to that kind of type that era of... nope
1: that no not wrong day. era, but a group oh, i don't know a not group for
0: harry not one for harry howard
1: i'm gonna put on my dental slim and i'm gonna say <laughs> a group of comedians that's it that's all i've got <laughs> a group of
0: actually referring to the cast of friends <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah
1: okay yeah so, comedics uh, are push but now i'm joking
0: <laughs> I don't <know> that, <laughs> the nostalgic special saw the comedic sex sex we loved and clearly still love get together and chat about the series that had a mammoth impact on the zeitgeist of the start of the 21st century um that coming from uh, a pal of mine andrew bullock from the Mail Online. So, if you want to get involved, Love Island is the second mention of uh, the week, and we look forward to receiving your suggestions. What's your next story, Benji? Uh, uh, uh. Swiss cheese alert, Swiss cheese alert.
1: (laughs) Incoming holes, warning, this story may not stand up.
0: (laughs) Do not feed (laughs) to primates. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, is
1: this from <laughs> from tiktok twitter or facebook or anything like that
0: you've missed one out instagram reddit oh my god you... okay no, so <laughs>
1: it's a so it's just a, a reddit rip basically. it's
0: not e- it's like it's not even swiss cheese it's like it's like it's just like it's just a big It's Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia. Liquid cheese. <laughs> Liquid, no substance. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I had to choose it because I think it's a really good Bayford contender. Okay. Uh, it appears really that naming someone in an article is a luxury these days, and giving that age or location is simply unimaginable. <laughs> 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 this this, 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 this. Who needs details? Details are boring and mean more <laughs> writing and work. Um, so the headline on the Mirror Online: "Harks, my best friend is getting <laughs> married at my house, but she's uninvited me from the wedding."
1: Uh,
0: right. <laughs> um, and this by Courtney Pouchin, who's an audience writer. Does she mm. write for audiences or does she only write about audiences? A <laughs> little bit of both. <laughs> Nobody knows. The audience what they want. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, basically, a man's claim that his friends have accused him of sabotaging a wedding after he said the event could no longer be held at his house because he was uninvited. <laughs> in, a, in, a, right. in, a, in a shocking post on Reddit's Am I the Arsehole... <laughs> Probably not. The unnamed man, <laughs> ex- the unnamed man, of course, <laughs> explains yeah. how one of his best pals, a woman he calls Carla, is getting married soon. And she only once wanted a small backyard wedding. So basically, Carla asked if they wanted um to hold the ceremony and res- Carla asked if they wanted to hold the ceremony and reception at the man's house, and he agreed, as he had plenty of space in- and his property, and it's nice and private. However, uh-huh. the groom, um, this is where it takes a turn, has recently discovered that he and Carla used to date and she was in love with him. I mean, right. it does help if you're dating. Um, um, yeah. And this is just the best bit. Um, so, so, so so, so, the Bayford Award wouldn't actually go to the man who posted this uh, mm-hmm. on Reddit asking if he's the arsehole. It would go to the groom who still insisted on having it at his house. Um, when uninvited from the big day, the man asked where the, couple plan to hold the wedding now <laughs> and to right. their shock they replied that they're still planning to use this property Ha <laughs> logistically how i mean what do they expect him to do like he has to go out for the day go out yeah
1: that's yeah no that's just bizarre isn't it
0: it's hard it- to discuss this story because i wouldn't say the details are scant they're non-existent <laughs> um
1: Yeah, it's kind of like these kind of stories are like discussing an Aesop's fable, but with most of the details removed, you know, (laughs) just like something that could be um, a bit interesting but actually just leaves loads of questions happened <laughs> did it I'm not sure
0: <laughs> that's why they say never let never never hire your house out to a man that's done the dirty on you <laughs> yeah, that, yeah
1: that's the moral of that
0: that's fable of that.
1: well it's like the x and the, the moral the fable of the x in the backyard isn't it <laughs> that tale as old as time <laughs>
0: <laughs> never, never, yeah, never, never give your property to an unnamed groom. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember what happened in the fable of the groom that cried X. <laughs> and if a groom's unnamed, you probably shouldn't marry him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you, um, unnamed groom, <laughs> take Carla? Carla, <laughs> simply Carla. <laughs>
0: There's not much to say on that one but i just yeah i just wanted to bring it to the table
1: i like the mystery that you know somewhere out there probably in some it sounds like America, and if they've said backyard yeah. so somewhere in america that is probably true maybe i
0: oh, really probably I know happened how courtney Pouchin managed pushin <laughs> i've made her french she manages to do her job based on such scarce detail <laughs> It does make it easier. You just have to ask her unnamed husband. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's the thing, isn't it? It's like, could you get right to reply? No. (laughs) I don't know who I'd ask. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Get some more quotes. From who? What you could do is just, instead of bothering to write those stories, you could just put a great big link to Reddit on a <laughs> Mirror Online page and go, hey, there's some interesting gossip here. Have a look.
0: <laughs> interesting shit in there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, that leads us on to my next story and final story. And I was alerted to this by my friend, Wes Birch, and just the sheer power and simplicity of this headline, Benji. Two charged after man poos on police car. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> this is a real Who's the story. the other guy, the unnamed groom. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs>
1: the ex. This is what he was doing when he went out for the wedding. Um, yeah. So this is a real story. It's, it, it's not got much detail, but that's just because it's from a West Midlands police press release. But um, it's from the Coventry Telegraph and two people have been charged after an incident where a man pooed on a police car now it happened outside weatherspoons in the early hours of the 27th of june and there is a serious element to this story um a police officer was also assaulted both men have been charged one with assault and the other and i was excited to see what the other charge was going to be but it is just described as criminal damage um but there is a bit of joy around the pooing where in their statement police say a part police car was defecated on and damaged. <laughs> and an officer assaulted during an incident outside the Flying Standard pub just after midnight. Now, as I say, the story itself doesn't have much detail, um, just being a you know police press release. But I mean, pooing on a police car, that's quite a flex, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is how does an incident escalate to the point where... You know, someone's assaulted the police officer, and his mates go in. Right, I'm going to climb onto the police car, drop my trousers. <laughs> <This> is- <laughs> but the, th- the, th- the thing is, this is in court next week, oh.
0: uh,
1: and I'm praying that the um, the paper just sends someone down to cover it because I feel like I have to know what happened.
0: Oh, mate, you should, you should, you should, uh, you should go down there. We can do a live version of the podcast.
1: Yeah, I'll come live from outside the court. I mean, I'm going to see. Just, if I'm not, just if make I'm not sure, working, I will go down.
0: Just make sure you've been to the loo before you get there. Yeah. <laughs> Can't have that happening again. Well, maybe I'll do it in solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Free the feces one. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. Good contender for the Bayford Award. Um, do oh, we... Do we, do, do we? I know mean, we don't do the Bayford Award on, on, by poll anymore, but do we just hand it out now I think we we should keep it as a
1: a special prize to recommend um sorry to recognize particular audacity I'd to so give, I think well, we I'd should like just give it, it to
0: the unnamed, unnamed groom this week
1: yeah okay I think that's that's fine let's award it to him in a ceremony <laughs> hosted at his friend's backyard <laughs> yeah I mean you know what just to recap if you think about that in terms of audacity it really doesn't get more than that, does it? We want to Who's use your mar-
0: house, but you can't come to your own <laughs> Who's house. he marrying? You can't be there. Who's he marrying? Gillian Carla Bayford. <laughs> <laughs> I now pronounce you audacious. <laughs> audacious and wife. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, that was good fun. Yeah,
1: I think that's us for another week. So all the usual stuff. Like you said at the start, if people would take the... The time to give us a little review, it it would help. Um, and to tell anyone else that you think it's worth listening to or worth not listening to and taking the piss out of just to, <laughs> just to try and spread the word yeah, a little bit. Just for your amusement. <laughs> yeah. See you next week. Bye-bye.